collaboration with Leva, the leaders of the Fiber Order Community Innovation Fund and Taikota Trust. with a four and by bus speaker people with disabilities in their village. Let's go! Whakatalofa and warmest Pacific greetings. Welcome to another edition of this podcast. My name is Daniel and it is my pleasure to bring to you this episode being episode six. And of course this episode is brought to you by Leva, the leaders of the Faivaora Community Innovation Fund and Taikara Trust. What's up? What's good, everybody? Hope you are doing well wherever you are across the motu. Here in Tamaki Makoto, things are certainly starting to heat up, which just tells me that summer is getting closer, and so is Christmas. In this episode, we are going to kick off with our usual Geilua segment, where we get another Q&A from our member of the public, Tuati Lisa, and then we will cast the spotlight on another one of our key service providers and then we will wrap it up with a talanoa with a couple of our awesome Pacifica champions. So for now that's enough from me, let's get straight into our Geilua segment and we will kick off with another question from our member of the public. So, member of the public, what have you got for us today? Hey Elisa, can you tell me what individualised funding is please? Individualised funding is a way that provides you with more flexibility and control on how and who to manage your support needs. This is a yearly budget of funds that is managed by you with the support of your service provider. This is in three parts, household management, personal care and respite. Can you explain this a little more for me? Household management and personal care is determined on your needs at home. Respite looks at opportunities where you and your full-time carer can take a break, for example, with family or friends or in a rest home. If this is something that may suit my needs, what can I do to inquire more about individualised funding? It's important to talk to your support facilitator to discuss your needs. If individualised funding is appropriate for you, then you will be contacted by your preferred provider who will help to set it up. and thank you to our member of the public for that question and for Lisa for yet again bringing to us that information and if you would like to know more information about that service and other services that have been uh, put up here on previous episodes why don't you check out the Taikura Trust website or checking out the Ministry of Health website As this is going to be the last episode of this particular podcast series, just wanted to cast the spotlight on a provider that has been very much a part of this podcast, that organization being Leva. And so this next Dalanoa will be one with one of uh, the people who has been, who has played a uh, very strong and active role in terms of promoting the Faivaora Community Innovation Fund, that being um, a, a real awesome tokoh, uh, Ben Tamefona. And so without further ado, I will take you to that Dalanoa now. Welcome to another Talanoa session with one of our awesome Pacifica service providers and I've got a got a pretty cool cat right here. His name is Ben Tamifuna and he works for Leva, but what I'm going to do is get him to introduce himself. How are you, brother? I'm good, thank you, bro. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, um, thank you very much, uh, Daniel, for having me on board. Um, great to have a, a chat with you, especially during this lockdown, bro. Man, you've got a you've got a pretty pretty nice voice for uh, for radio. Eh? Do you did you used to do radio in the past? <laughs> no, no, um, I've been called Barry White in the past. Hey, kids, <laughs> do. <laughs> oh, 
Well, thank you. Thanks so much, brother. Thanks so much for um, for joining us on this uh, on this podcast. And I just no wanted problem. to introduce everybody to to you mm-hmm. and also to Lavar and and what you guys do. So, can you just start off by just letting us know uh, your role at at Lavar? Awesome. Uh, thanks, Dan. Um, again, my name's uh, Ben Tamefuna. In case you missed it, um, my role at uh, Lavar is a um, senior manager. And I uh, look after a few portfolios, um, our public health uh, portfolio, our Engaging Pacifica uh, program, uh, Levi's Cultural Competency Program, and um, also our disability um, portfolio, implementing five order on behalf of the Ministry of Health. Awesome. How, how long have you? How long have you been at Levi for? Well, um, just to go back a little bit further than that, uh, Dan, I've been in the health sector for uh, 20 years now, and um, it's, uh, I've been in various roles, uh, around eight years in uh, mental health, um, doing community support work, um, coordinating consumer support services, um, and then uh, also moved into doing uh, prep for work assessments for another Pacific provider. Um, and that was basically working with um, people that won the sickness and invalids benefit, and I'm aware the terminology for that now has um, all changed. Um, but it was basically facilitating um, classes for them to uh, have quality of life and gain some kind of, some kind of um, uh, employment, uh, some form of employment or um, vocational um, stuff to do. And then from there, went into um, our local NASC uh, here in uh, Auckland, um, as an intensive service coordinator uh, at Taikota Trust. Uh, some of the best and most challenging years of my life, <laughs> kid. Eh? <laughs> and after three years over there, I made it out alive and landed my uh, dream job at Levi. And I've been at Levi now for, um, it'll be seven years next week. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's been, it's been a while, um, Dan, but it, it still doesn't feel like a job. I feel like my passion and my purpose has aligned here in this um um in this space mm. um for the past seven years and um um everything that I've explained with my role I'm also the cultural lead um at uh, Levar as well at the moment and all of that means that um, I make the best cup of coffee <laughs> and uh, also the best French toast. So feel free to drop into the mm. office at so any it's, time. It's not just drop. French toast. I see it's French toast with a twist. With a twist. With a twist. <laughs> that tongue and twist, bro. you got to get in there. <laughs> Man, that's so cool. <clears throat> um, and I guess um, just an extension to your answer then. Um, so what 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 is it that Levar does? Um, you know, what, how, how can you best describe what Levar does? Um, I think um, the best way to describe it is that um, we, we support our Pacifica families and communities to unleash their full potential and have the best possible health and well-being outcomes. Um, and we're, we're a small national um, non-government organization that, that focuses on Pacifica well-being. And we do this through um, work in five different, uh, six different spaces. And one is in the uh, public health. Um, suicide prevention is another one. Uh, mental health and addictions. Um, violence prevention is our Atomai program. And um, also in uh, disability. And then uh, we've also got a small contract with um, the NRL. Man, that's a whole, that's, that's quite big, isn't it? That's quite, um, see, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing that um, sort of those six, sort of areas that um six areas that you guys cover are i guess the majority of those are quite um quite significant issues in our community they are um then and um a, a big part of our um our work is focused on um the workforce and um it is uh, building the the capacity of our pacific workforce to help serve our community and that's through our scholarships program um, and also through um, our Let's Help Tour um, leadership program for Pacifica people in the workforce, in the health workforce. And uh, it's basically building capacity and capability of our workforce to be able to serve our people. Um, the, the other side of that is that we're also providing um, 
cultural competency for uh, non-Pacific health workforce as well, um, because uh, helping support our workforce to grow um, obviously cannot happen fast enough. So uh, making sure that our um, entire health workforce is aware of our Pacifica people and their needs and our culture uh, to be able to engage better with individuals and families. Right. And, uh, and it's good that you sort of, you mentioned um, that it's the Engaging Pacifica um, competency training. That's the mm-hmm. one you're talking about, yeah. Um, it's good that you mentioned that because I, I think I was going to ask you, um, so what kind of impacts have you seen? What kind of positive impacts have you seen for those kinds of programs that you guys have put out? Um, you know, with with our um, co- providers, organisations, our communities. Um, engaging Pacifica, um, then in particular, <clears throat> I was part of um, that early on while I was still uh, working uh, frontline at uh, Taikota Trust, and we were part of a, a small advisory group that helped um, provide some um, advice around video scenarios and <clears throat> what um, were some real-life things that are happening in the sector at the moment. Um, that helped form uh, some of those scenarios for engaging Pacifica and brought um, a, a life to to the, the program, um, the, the workshop, actually, uh, to help uh, make it more relevant for uh, those were that were in attendance. Um, the what what I've seen um, happen though um, right across over the years that I've been there um, is um, we have organisations that now have engaging Pacifica as part of their induction, and um, these all same organisations realise that um, we can be as culturally competent as we can at frontline, but if we're not embedding um, that same uh, cultural competence within every level of the organization from frontline right up to governance uh, through management and right up to governance, then we're not, se- we're not setting up right for our communities. Yeah. Um, and a lot more of that is happening now. We're, we've been able to um, deliver engaging Pacifica to uh, over 8,000 of our health workers in the past decade. Um, which is a, a huge number, and we deliver this engaging Pacifica program from the tip of the North Island all the way down to the bottom of the South, um, all year round, um, except for the past two years. Obviously, it's been a bit of a challenge with the lockdowns, um, but uh, engaging Pacifica, um, if I was just to, just to talk about the program for a bit, um, Daniel, um, there's three different components to this um blended learning approach. And the first part is an online module, uh, prerequisite module that you would complete um, before you attend the second part of the um, suite of learning, which is the full day face-to-face workshop. Mm -hmm. And then the third part to that is um, once you finish that uh, workshop, you'll have uh, full access to ethnic-specific modules that we currently have in uh, Samoan, um, Tongan and also Cook Islands. Nice work, and mm. and so that the engaging Pacifica tra- um, training. I'm sorry to keep um, sort of using that as an example, so but that's an example yep. of a, um, a a workforce capacity um, type training that's that's been going for <clears throat> or since since Levar started, or has it just been going over the since the last over the last seven eight years? Um, over the last ten. Over the last decade or so, okay. yeah, just over ten years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we've been um, delivering um, engaging Pacifica as an organisation, and it's basically to help um, equip our, our non-Pacific health workforce with the right knowledge, attitude, and skills to engage better with our Pacific families, communities, and individuals. Wow, it's almost like you read that. Like... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. almost like it's um, wow. It's scribed into my heart and embedded <laughs> with my brain. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and, and speaking of, uh, you know, ingrained in your heart and embedded in your brain, um, I, I believe you guys also got a, a little um, NRL um, contract as well. Is that is that working with um, some of those um, those Roosters fans, uh, working on their capacity to uh, be a bit humble or? Oh well, we'll um, we'll get to talk about champions champions first, but let's talk about the bottom bottom eight first, all right? Um, 
we'll eventually get to the top eight, but let's um let's talk about the bottom eight first. Um and I think that's a good segue into us talking about our relationship with the Warriors. And uh, we're we're really proud to be um, the charity of choice for the New Zealand Warriors. We'll be even more excited if um, they were to win a few more games and uh, and make the top eight. <laughs> Especially you, Daniel. Hey, I hey, know you'll be. I know gotta, you'll be stuck. We got to start somewhere. That's the that's the key, man. You can't get to the top from you know. You got to start from the bottom. I know. Yeah, I got to give that to you too, bro. <laughs> um, it also means that we've got an opportunity to work with uh, some of our league legends. Um, and also um, our stars from the Warriors. And this is to help um, deliver our mental wealth program. Um, and if you notice, um, we've really changed a, a letter within the uh, mental health to help break down some of that stigma and discrimination around mental health that already exists in our communities. Yeah. And um, the mental wealth program is basically um, making small investments in your mental health ensures that you're mentally wealthy. Mm. And it, um, if you were to go through this program, the mental health program uh, helps teach those that attend the workshop uh, a couple of things, mm. how to pick out the signs and symptoms of uh, someone that's experiencing mental distress. Uh, say for instance, one of your mates. Um, the second part to that is um, where to go to for help. Like, what do you say? Who do you who do you go to? How can you say it? So it's, it's those two things: um, how to check in on your mate, and then um, where to uh, how to respond with confidence. Mm. Nice, and uh, I mean, I, I see because you're a huge part of your work is around mental health and addiction. <clears throat> um, you you mentioned earlier about suicide. Mm. Um, violence prevention and all those kinds of things. Um, how, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of those, a um, lot of those spaces overlap each other. And so my question was going to be, how do you engage, you know, the disability community, the Pacifico disability community um, around those issues, around mental health? I mean, and we, we, we use this example, like, like lockdown, you know, this whole, stuff around the lockdown fatigue that everybody is experiencing right now. Mm. Um, the, <clears throat> the level of isolation that um, lockdown has um, ha- has brought out um, as a result, um, all that kind of stuff. So what, what kind of support does, does LeVar do to um, support your work around disability to engage around the importance of mental health and mental wealth? Uh, thanks, Dan. I think the 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 good thing about our programs at um, Levi, all of our tools and resources are accessible uh, through our website, and um, they're not um, specifically um, targeted at, at at a particular audience. Mm. Um, say, for instance, mental wealth um, uh, can can be for anyone to attend those workshops, mm. um, although it has a specific um, lens on young people. Right. Uh, if you were to go through that that website, um, it looks like Netflix. It's just a little bit more appealing for some of our young people. Sure. We have our Flow Talanoa program, that is for um, our our suicide prevention program for Pacific, mm-hmm. and that will provide you or equip you with um, tools to help um, uh, cope with or, or manage. Um, situations when um, you have suicide within your own family or raises your awareness and creates a safe space for Dalanora around this topic that is um, quite tapu within our own, you know, Pacific communities. Um, Our Life Keepers um, our Life Keepers Suicide Prevention Program is our New Zealand, is our national generic suicide prevention program for um, all New Zealanders. Um, and Flow Talanoa Program is specifically for Pacific. Um, and we have, um, uh, that's available for everyone to, to come in and, and attend as well. Um, then uh, what's some of our other programs that we have? Rebuilding Wellbeing is for our um, non-regulated uh, workforce. Um, that helps uh, a lot of our uh, non-regulated workforce um, understand um, the, what well-being is and how to support our communities a lot better. Mm. And um, all of these uh, are open to um, everyone to attend and and access the um, tools and resources online. Man, that 
that's a whole lot of work for you guys. And that's so that's so awesome that uh, that our communities are able to um, <clears throat> you know access all of that stuff online. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, man, I could I could just like ask you so many questions, but I guess we're sort of running out of time a little bit. But yep. I do wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Firstly, um, you alluded earlier about um, your work with uh, Five Order, mm-hmm. and uh, our listeners are obviously familiar with me uh, uh, mentioning uh, the Five Order Community Innovation Fund being uh, uh, an integral part of um, putting this pro- podcast project together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but with the Five Order. Um, strategy or the disability strategy for Pacifica mm. um, does is, is that continuing um, it, is that continuing and is there a way that um, our community f- can feed into you know feed into that um thanks Daniel and um, the the last when when I first um, initially came on board um, we uh, it was to be a senior project coordinator for um, our disability work at um, Leva. Mm. And um, I came and le- led that work um, with the uh, ministry. And we were, um, we, we, I think we were coming towards the end. We had another year and then it was um, being redeveloped um, under Lefawaitu Fiala Afua. And then um, the new plan came about from 2016 to 2021. Right. And um, when that came out for um, Tender, we went for it again and um, were successful. And uh, now that's come to the end of um, its run and it's been reviewed um, by the ministry uh, over the last six months, I think. So um, I think they've, they've almost, or they're at the end of that um, review or, or consultation process that is um, um, that the ministry Ministry of Health has uh, carried out, and uh, we will know soon. Um, you know what, what's going to happen, uh, whether it's going to go up for tender again um, early uh, next year. But we have it until um, the end um, of June two thousand and twenty-two, nice. and we've been really blessed to be in this space, um, Daniel, and and provide. Um, cultural competency in this space. Uh, we've also had real uh, innovative um, uh, programs like positive messages from the pulpit. Mm. Um, we would also take um, this, it was an initiative that was uh, basically for our churches to be able to talk about um, disabilities in an, in an open um, forum. Mm. Um, there's a lot of discrimination and uh, stigma that um, exists amongst our own communities. So I was really proud of the fact that I was, that our, 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 reverends and our community leaders and our pastors were able to preach that from the pulpit and um, the mm. churches were, were able to embrace um, those messages that went through. And of course, um, the Innovation Fund, um, Five Order Community Innovation Fund, uh, we weren't um, happy with we, with everything that was uh, happening with our work plan. So uh, we sat down with the ministry and uh, came up with this uh, Innovation Fund. They loved the idea. And um, this project that um you know this um the chihu the chihu podcast was one of nice. was one of those um initiatives to come up out of this so it is basically about mobilizing and empowering our communities to create that change because the the, the solutions are, are within our own communities and um it's only right that we come back and and help um mobilize some of those initiatives that don't have much funding great ideas but um no resources or limited resources to help get those off the ground yeah mm. man that's <clears throat> that's so powerful that um and uh, like like you said um you know i mean we I, we could have still done this this podcast um but the level of support that the five five community innovation fund through levar um has allowed us to um dream a little bit bigger um uh, and be a little bit more ambitious in terms of um expanding on the idea Love um, so, you know, I, I encourage, I really do honestly encourage people out there that, you know, if there is the opportunity for the Five Order Community Innovation Fund to come up again, um, you know, take advantage of it, you know, start building those, um, start building up those um, dreams in terms of um, how you can impact your, uh, uh, 
how you can make an impact within your Pacifica community. Um, and I guess that sort of brings me uh, into my final question. And um, mm-hmm. you and I were t- talking off air a little bit about this in terms of the the announcement that um, the government um, put out there. Um, you know about the uh, around the, the the Ministry of Disabled People. Um, mm. I guess that's a that's an interim name. Yeah. Um, and and um, how that is going to what what level of sort of positive impact that's going to be for our for our Pacifica community. Um, but do you, do you just want to share a, a thought or two about about how you felt when that announcement came out? Uh, thanks, Daniel. Um, yeah, it was. Um... I mean, first of all, we've got to give props to, you know, some of our champions in the community that have been pushing this for years. Um, also acknowledge uh, those that have, um, have have since passed away and are not able to, to see this, um, you know, see this day and the important announcement that happened last week. Also acknowledge Honourable uh, Carmel Sepuloni and the push that she um, ha- has been um, doing with all the great work around um, government and making sure that this uh, will happen. The um, announcement um, last week, Daniel was uh, was awesome, man. I was I was just standing up watching the announcement um, while I was trying to do some uh, training at the same time in the garage. Had the laptop propped up on top of a tall boy, and um, it, it it surprised me. And, and I was um, I got quite emotional because I was I was just thinking about um, you know the journey of some of our own people um, over the past you know how many years that I've been in the health sector, yeah. um, what I've um, experienced um, working frontline in, in the NASC and that disability with some of our families as well. And then also um, to hear that announcement, it was it just seemed a little bit surreal and I had to pause for a bit and it was just um, really, really proud to be um, working in this space and proud to be an advocate for, um, you know, for, for our own people and an advocate for um, change. Mm-hmm. And I was just real, real proud to be in, in the space and, and doing the work that I do. And um, just had a real um, quick but um, deep reflection um, at, at that moment in time um, and just thankful for the, the, the shoulders of giants that we're standing on today and totally. those that have gone before us and our parents. And yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just an awesome feeling, bro. Can't, can't really put words to it, but I'm very, very proud. Yeah, me too. Me too. I totally agree and echo everything that you said. And I was, I was quite um, humbled by it all, mm. um, hearing hearing the announcement. But you know, obviously that, uh, like you say, you know the works of um, of of our previous, uh, our past, and our current leaders um, in the space. You know, um, both uh, within our communities and uh, across organisations, um, have all played a part in, in in getting this across the line. But I guess now it, it just makes that dream more real that yeah. um, now, but now that, you know, the work really, um, the, the, the bigger work now starts and, um, you know, I'm just, so I'm, I'm blessed and privileged to be sort of be able to be a part of that, um, part of that journey and part of that space. And, um, and I guess on that note, you know, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be connected to yourself and to, um, to Leva. Um, I think I've been the poster boy for Levas for the last ten years. Can you guys get rid of that photo? You know, <laughs> don't worry. I've um, I managed to um, like edit your photo and put a Roosters jersey on you. <laughs> that Holden jacket didn't look good, man. So Roosters colours look better. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember the last when I when I did that photo. <laughs> I must have been man. I must have been in my thirties. I had to be in my thirties when that uh, when that photo was taken. <laughs> And so when I, I crack up when people keep telling me that it's still there, it's like, hey, really? <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm like, I'm so lucky and so blessed to um, to be connected to you guys. And, um, you know, uh, workforce capacity is a big thing for me, um, you know, uh, and having the our soldiers, our true soldiers on the ground, um, helping to get our message across to our communities. And so um, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the thank you for the Five Water Community Innovation Fund um, for uh, you know for for helping us get this uh, podcast series across. No problem. You guys, you guys are awesome, um, and don't worry about that roosters. Don't worry about that roosters cup that you're drinking your coffee. <laughs> is it is it a roosters cup? I'm sorry, it's a mate matonga oh. cup, but um, oh, you know no, they're sorry. both the same, both champions. So oh, let's just leave the one at that. So who cares? No. No, who cares? <laughs> 
No, um, no one cares. No one cares about your description. <laughs> no, but um, bro, thank you very much, man, and um, you know, um, for the opportunity. It's uh, I'm grateful for the, the connection that we have outside of this as well, Dan. Mm. Um, outside of our, our mahi, as we know it, and yeah. the you know the it just makes everything more authentic and genuine because it's a smooth transition in and out of mahi. And I got a love, a lot of love and respect for you, brother. Yeah, and I uh, wish you and um, your colleagues in the Taikura Fano, as well as your own family and um, Ainga, all the best. Malo linga lue, malo lava fafatai, malo magoro tu alfatu. Malo, malo, malo. Thank you so much, Ben, for uh, your time and um, for sharing your uh, your insights and your thoughts um, throughout our Talanoa. It was uh, it was definitely a pleasure uh, connecting with you in this space, um, and I won't hold it against you that you um, are not a, a huge fan of my of my uh, rugby league team, but uh, you won't hold that against me because. Uh, uh, I'm sure you know. We both know. We both know um, who are the uh, who is the better state of origin team. Well, as I said, um, as we um, are um, on our last episode, being episode six, um, this next Dalanoa is with two people that have also been part of this podcast journey. That being Ese Almalisulu from TJ Records and Joshua Fulmaono from 127 Customs. Both have been involved with the production and the planning of this podcast. So wanted to share some time with them and get their thoughts about how things are going for themselves um, as people with disabilities um, and how they manage to progress with their respective passions. So without further ado, let's kick into that now. Well, welcome to another uh, Talanoa with um, our Pacifica champions, and we've got two champions, two kings right here, um, who is going to uh, be with me and to have a bit of a chat about uh, what they do. Um, and uh, these two have been uh, an integral part of uh, putting this podcast together. So just I'll give the opportunity to them to uh, introduce themselves, and I'll start off with uh, you, Josh. Oh, uh, thanks. Thank you so much, Daniel. Um, my name is Josh. Uh, Joshua Fuimono. I'm uh, originally from Auckland, um, but now I live in Porirua with my partner. Um, uh, I have cerebral palsy, which affects uh, my lower limbs and um, balance and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and I'm Samoan. Yeah. And you moved to Wellington. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, last minute, last minute sort of decision, but yeah, it's been pretty good. The price, <clears throat> the price, the price you have to pay for love, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was either that or fly back and forth uh, every other week. <laughs> oh, all good, all good. And you're working? Are you working down there at the moment? Uh yeah. Um, so I am the new Porirua advocate for uh, Health and Disability Advocacy Service. Um. So, you know, if you have like a problem with your doctors or something, then I'll be on the other side of the line trying to help you out. Oh, shot. That's awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, welcome. And Essie. Hi. Thank you for the opportunity, Mr. Daniel Tio. Um Don't make it sound so uh, normal. Don't make it sound so normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, as for my name, my name is Essie Almarasulu. I'm of Samoan descent and I currently live in Auckland, Manadewa uh, to be exact. Um, uh, and my disability is uh, I've visually impaired. So, oh, mate, I've got a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> um, but my main condition is Wardenberg, Wardenberg syndrome. Um, and yeah, basically have glaucoma, uh, uh, stuffed, uh, <laughs> stuffed corneas, <laughs> just to name a few things. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, 
Oh, and yeah. um, and you, um, and your your <clears throat> your work, the work that you do. Uh, the work that I do, I own my my own record label uh, called TJ Records. Uh, I was in the education system for for a while as a music uh, music teacher for about almost eleven years, uh, and then I decided to um, to take a, a, a new path, uh, meeting meeting people through the yeah uh, through my original love of music. So yeah. Oh, awesome. TJ Records it is. TJ Records it is. Oh, well, awesome. Well, welcome to you both. And uh, for those who are probably uh, wondering <laughs> what, what um, roles Essie and, and Josh played with regards to this podcast. So Joshua, uh, Joshua, Josh um, was uh, the key person that um, put together our um our banner, our art design for um, for the, for this podcast, and Essie is the magic <clears throat> that um, that is responsible for the the post production side of things and making sure that uh, he edits out all my all my mistakes and bloopers and if there was any. And, <laughs> um, yeah, to- so <laughs> so please don't so please don't make too many in this. And <laughs> <laughs> try to, you know, trying to trying to scrub out the sound of birds in the background when he's supposed to close the window and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but um, just before we um, we kick into it, how how's the lockdown been for you both? To start off with you, Essie. How's how's the lockdown been? Um, no, uh, lockdown's been pretty good. I think um, having the first one. Uh, I think we were a bit prepared for it this time around. Uh, so I think we had uh, a lot more chances to get bored <laughs> because yeah. we we didn't know what was coming up. So, yeah. Um, other, otherwise, yeah, like a lot more time with the family, a lot of um, uh, time spent um, with our pantries and fridges and <laughs> uh, I hear you. Yep, I hear you. I think and I've grown stuff. another chin. But yeah, no, um yeah, otherwise no, it's it's been um been pretty pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and for you, Josh, how's how's lockdown been for you? I am assuming that you you're probably in the middle of moving. Yeah, uh I mean uh, I mean so far all my stuff was has been moved. Um, uh, I, I live very, uh, very compactly, so uh, I was able to move everything in the space of like twenty four hours. Um, yeah, but it's, it's been lockdown itself has been, uh, it's it's been a mixed bag. Yeah, uh, like down here in Porirua, um, and like I guess the rest of the country is, we we're able to to move around and and uh, have a few. Um, Creature comforts, a few freedoms, um, but I just feel for everyone, um, like all my friends and family back at home, back in Auckland, who are still just um, feeling that pressure um, and getting a little fatigued from from lockdown and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Now, thanks for that, guys. And so, I guess the first question I wanted to ask around your um, the you know the particular your your particular set of skills um, that you that you both bring or that you both brought to the uh, to this podcast. And so, um, if I just go to start with you, Essie, um, around your music. So, how did you come? Firstly, how did you come across your name of TJ Records for your business? Oh my, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I. I don't know. I should make up a, a name or a, a reason actually, but no, it's, it's, it's very, awesome. it's very, it's very anti, anticlimactic. Eh? It's, um, can, you, can, you, can you can you just decorate it? Make sure it's like a really cool reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, it's actually not. Eh? Uh, well, I, I needed to register the business, and I couldn't come up with a name, so I just said to the wife, "Oh, hey." Um, uh, can you come up with a name? And uh, yeah, she just took all the the children that, that we had at the time. My brother, my brother Mooney and I had at the time, uh, and came up with the with the name using their their first initials. Yeah, so 
So like I said, uh, anticlimactic. That's good. Yes. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that was me. So I don't know how is that supposed to be anticlimactic. I'm just, I'm just the total opposite. So I'm just, I'm just wondering then. Uh, so th- those, those letters of those names would have been when you guys had, I'm assuming, five children between the two of you. Yeah. Since then, there has now been how many between the two of you? So we've got, we've now got eight between the two of us. <laughs> He's got four, I've got four. <laughs> so basically, yeah, if I'm, um, uh, in, in, other, in other words, yeah, it was due to the, due to the tax man's uh, fault that uh, we had to come up with a name and that. So we didn't have, I didn't have time to come up with a more, wow. I'll name your pal. Oh, nah, that's that's all the passion, you know. That's all the passion doing for the kids. Yeah, man. There we go. That's cool. There we that's go. So cool. Bro, I should have gotten you to tell it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now mine's now mine's not gonna look as good. Oh, 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 yeah. See, now, now you're gonna have to now you're gonna have to tell everybody how how you got one two seven customs. Oh man. Oh, Oh yeah, no. Um, one two seven customs comes from uh, the the childhood home uh, where I grew up. Um, so my my parents still live there now. Uh, that's one twenty seven. Um, uh, I was referred uh, up in Mangri, and yeah, they, I've been there for pretty much most of my life. Uh, from sort of the last few years of primary school all the way up until I moved down here. Um, did have a few stints um, out in the city. Uh, living there but yeah like you know um 127 has always been my home um and so i just wanted especially now with the move down to down here in uh wellington i just wanted to keep a, a, a i guess a memento of my childhood and where i came from so yeah that's nice. where that's where the name comes from yeah i like i love the hey. i love the way that you you both uh you know incorporate the family roots in your in the name mm. of your business you know, so mm. that's all good. Yeah, that was that was cool. All good. And um, <laughs> so I guess if I could come back to you, Josh. So what what was it that um, made you want to um, pursue art as a you know as a as a business for yourself? Um, uh, have you, I used always, to have you always have you always been into visual art? Yeah, um, I used to always uh, love uh, like drawing. Um, ever since a young age, um, I'd just be doodling, not listening to the teacher, just doing my own thing, uh, and go whole classes without uh, without even listening, and have a whole book full full of like just random stuff, random doodles, and um, and and then yeah, I'll, and then I decided to make that a thing and tried to get into game art with it. Um, but I didn't really uh, vibe with, uh, I guess, down that going down that pathway. Um, and it was around that time that I, I dropped out of uh, that course um, that I started finding my cultural identity um, and actually pursuing a lot of um, the Pacifica side of things. Um, and you know, where all the all the all my course mates um, would would uh, reference stuff like um, Banksy and all the uh, all the other contemporary and traditional artists. Mm. Um, I'll be looking at um, island patterns and stuff like that as as my reference and my um, I guess my to drive my passion in, in what I do now. And so that's that's pretty much my work is um, incorporating um, island patterns, um, island motifs into uh, I guess contemporary or pop culture sort of. Uh, um, I guess ideologies, uh, so stuff like um, having Marvel characters uh, all tatted up and stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much where I where I go with that. That's cool. That's yeah. so cool. Please. And and you, sir? Um, <clears throat> well, mine's again anticlimactic. <laughs> no, I really, I, I really. Um, uh, enjoyed uh, the whole sound game I, I ultimately wanted to um to pursue a career in film but um obviously there were a lot more restrictions uh, in terms of what i could do at the time uh, was pursuing it and so i i settled with the 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 next best thing and i found that i was actually um all right at it and then um to make it a career i wanted to 
to find why I really wanted to do it. Um, and I suppose it was um, to try and um, lift the game of our of our people in terms of um, our our traditional Samoan um, producers and stuff like that. Just to try and give them a, a bit of a, a nudge, you know, because uh, with our with our people, sometimes we we fall into that that whole, you know, we we're going to to just learn something and enroll with it, as opposed to expand. Um, and um, and get out of the comfort zone with it. Um, so for me, I wanted to be a I wanted to be a, a pusher in, in terms of the of the of the game route um, for our um, for our producers, island producers, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, especially for our island um, traditional producers, uh, get out of those drum uh, like get out of those drum machines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. That's all part of the. That's all part of the island sound now these days. Is the is yeah. the whole drum machine kind of yeah exactly. Yeah. But you know, um, yeah. that that's cool. I, I no, I guess um, just just hearing um, your both of your respective stories around uh, around your passions and you know, I, I guess it'll be safe to say that you know there ain't that many uh, Pacifica. Uh, people with disabilities in your respective um, art fields. Um, and so how do you guys see yourselves? Do you guys see yourselves as pioneers uh, trying to push the barriers, um, you know, across a, a, across a mainstream, what, what is probably otherwise a mainstream field? How do you, what do you, what do you both think? Um, well, I mean, for me personally, it's, it's just uh, uh, I see it more as just um, me doing my thing. Um, if it ends up, you know, if it ends up making the newspaper as a as as what you would say as what you um, mentioned as a, a pioneering moment for uh, disabled people and especially our Pacifica disabled people, then um, you know I'm all for it. I'm not against it. Um, uh, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's 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 literally just me um, making things that look cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, um, just to tag on to uh, the brother Josh. Yeah, man. Um the same thing. I suppose we're we're in this game to to uplift and inspire and stuff like that. And so if you can do what you do and um and kind of take people along with you for the journey and stuff like that, and they see your value in uh, in what you do and that, then I suppose you're winning you're winning at life, eh? Um, yeah, if you, if you can do absolutely. that, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And what what's in the what's in the wings for TJ Records right now? Uh, <clears throat> what's in the, in the wings? Um, we're we're we're, yeah, we're doing pretty well. Um, I've hardly had any uh, chances to be bored this um this lockdown as we've um, attracted some uh, overseas work. Uh, from some of our island sisters and brothers overseas and stuff, so uh, been getting a bit of traction. Yeah, uh, just we've yeah we've been able to produce music for them, and they just record their voices overseas or something like that, and they pop it over and yeah, uh, obviously believing in the in, in the sound that we're producing and stuff like that. So um, pretty busy with that. I think we're rolling with the punches. Um, you know, taking the blessings as they. Uh, as they become available to us, um, hopefully try and um, hopefully try and, uh, and expand within the next um yeah, the next three or four years. That's our that's our plan. Try and because at the moment I've got it built in um, the bottom of my house. <laughs> I'd like to uh, eventually be able to get it out and uh, build it off site. Um, yeah, and then possibly get Josh to come and do some. Marvel superheroes or something like that. Draw me as a Marvel superhero. Whenever, bro, whenever. Give us the ring and all. Yeah, that's the hey, one. If, yeah. if that's going to be a mural. That's going to be a pretty big wall. Oh, <laughs> what a sad guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. I, I, yeah, I, I, expansions and and horizons. Yeah, I love that, man. And, and you know, I've, I've, I've been a you know I've been blessed to be able to sort of you know be connected to you, to your journey over the years from the time that you were a teacher to what you're doing now and so you know even my daughter still um, <clears throat> my my daughter still says that you know um, she 
that Uncle S has got almost 10,000 um, subscribers on his YouTube channel. I was like, <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, all of that comes from all the work that you've done. So that's 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 awesome, man. And um, um, and for and for you, um, and for you, Josh, you know, with with uh, with your with your art, um, what what have you got in the wings um, for for your ooh, stuff right now? Um, I mean, uh, right now, that's uh, it's more of just a passion project. Um, just whenever I have time, uh, the the work and the advocacy and stuff is is uh really taking up a lot of uh, a lot of the hours in the week um but yeah when i can i'm always um, i'm always just uh looking to produce my own stuff um just for myself um but uh, i do have a a website out right now um called 127 customs uh 127customs.com um it's just on uh, right now it's just an apparel store it's uh, uh, a bunch of my old works um that i've just uh printed on on jumpers and t-shirts and stuff um so you know if you're if you're looking to to get some merch um that'll be the place to go uh and so i guess in the future i'm hoping to put up some um just some prints for sale uh um on canvases different kinds of canvases um some more designs for for print um and apparel uh yeah it's pretty much just that really that's cool man it's like even though even though you do have your nine to five job, um, you know, it, it's good that you still um continue to tap into your passion, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um that and that yeah, just keep that keep that going. That's awesome, man. And I guess do you guys do you guys have any uh final messages that you would like to um put out to our listeners about um I guess, you know. Following their following their dreams and their aspirations about you know around things that they want to do. Just that with you, Josh. Oh, um, I guess coming from a background of disability, especially um, being Pacifica, uh, there's there's always the notion that um, you know you there's many things that you can't do, um, but that nothing is more true than the the term um, you know the phrase of you don't know if you don't try. Um, if I if I if I knew that I was good at everything I was scared of, um, I would be a millionaire. You know, uh, like the amount of times that that I've stopped myself from doing something, or stalled myself from doing something, and then um, and then one day just decided let's do it. Um, I've always I've always come out uh, better, um, smarter, stronger. Um, and so, yeah, just always give things a try. Always, always, uh, uh, me and my cousins like to say, uh, Shama Lama it. Um, yeah, just yeah. give it a go. Uh, you don't know, yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And well, afterwards, you'll end up knowing something. Man, <clears throat> that's pretty powerful. And I was, I was thinking, I was, uh, can you, can you do a print <laughs> for that? Oh, man. Yeah, oh, mate, uh, I will call it. <laughs> Can oh, teach it, can oh. teach it, turn that into a song? Or? Oh, easy, that was a whole song. That was a whole song right there, man. <laughs> bro. Wow. That's pretty powerful, man. Solid That's Uzo. pretty oh, powerful. Thanks, and, thanks brother. And Esther, do you, do you have any uh, final message? Uh, just uh, just in support um, of what they also said, really. Um, I suppose we're in, in, in terms of disability. Oh, man, I don't like that word, eh? For some reason, mm. I, I I dislike that word, eh? Yeah. Disability. Yeah. Um, you know, but in terms of, of what it is, um, you know, we're all in the, in the same boat. And I suppose uh, with, with you know, with with any passion, uh, having, having the reasons for doing it always in front of you uh, and never to the side and that will always be a, you know, will always be a, driving force for anything and then obviously the disability thing you know like for me man i always use that as my as my key thing you know just to just to you know uh use it as a as a lesson point for for society and societal expectations that you know disability is a uh is a, is a real thing uh when actually equality equality should be the the main focus and stuff like that so yeah uh, if we can continue to use our passions and that to, um, you know, break down those um, those barriers and those um, subtle beliefs, man, then uh, 
And the world is the world is anybody's for the TV, man. Yeah, man. And and there's the bridge for the for Josh's new song. <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <true. laughs> oh that's the one. So just, I'll just take, <clears throat> I'll just take this recording and uh, just yeah. write the write the <laughs> and then um, send it send it to Essie to put. Uh, yeah. Oh, easy. Okay. Number, what's the number one song right there? <laughs> uh, man, uh, totally echo everything that both of you have said, and um, you know it is. Um, you know, sometimes we do sort of work and sort of accept it as you know it is what it is, and you know we do what we we, we do what we do because that's what we're passionate about. Um, and just you know, and just on that, um, you know, I just want to thank you both for uh, being part of this podcast journey. Um, and you know, people out there, if you you know if you want to check out some merch, or you're wanting to get something, uh, you know custom made and designed or you want some music done you know check these guys out you know, check out tj records check out 127 customs um 127customs.com or uh, uh tj records um on you got a youtube channel yes youtube channel YouTube i'm sure, or I'm sure you wouldn't mind another thousand um subscribers <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah man or, or on facebook as well guys so if oh, you have any facebook. questions and that yeah awesome Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I just want to thank you both for helping me um, um, put this uh, podcast journey together, and um, it's been real. Uh, it's been a real pleasure being able to connect with you both, and no doubt this isn't going to be the last time uh, we do this thing. So, um, until then, uh, thank you so much for um, your op- for the opportunity to interview you both. Hopefully, oh, um, you guys are going to have a good, good fun time. Uh, Either in lockdown or not in lockdown, and um, we're a little bit, little bit jealous with you know, a little bit jealous of Porirua, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, don't be, don't be. I'm getting just as, just as ex- I'm expanding just as. Much that's as all right. You guys we got, we've, right got, we've, 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 we've got, we've got better bakeries up here than in, in Wellington. In oh, oh, that, that I cannot deny, brother. Nah, <laughs> I, you, deny. I was, I was just thinking for a second. Is he going to deny that or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, man. Nah. Uh, nah, awesome, brothers. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for this Talanoa, and um, you guys uh, go well with whatever you guys do in the future thank you to you both so much from the bottom of my heart for um, that um, awesome Dalanoa and uh, it was so good to and it's so refreshing to hear um, both your different perspectives and, and how you guys just continue to do what you do um, and I encourage everybody to check out um, 127 Customs online or TJIT Records online. That's T-E-J-I-T Records online. Um, and check out uh, what these cats are up to. Um, and uh, you always hear out there um, out there in the space now, they, they talk about supporting local business. Uh, go for it. Support these local businesses because... Uh, these guys do some awesome work so well done fellas well we've reached the end of another episode and no doubt this uh, podcast series it has certainly been a journey and an exciting one for me particularly as I have had never done something like this before but um, I'd like to thank a whole bunch of people that have been involved with this particular project um, starting off with Leva um, for making it making this opportunity available through the Favour Auto Community Innovation Fund uh, and also for Taikota Trust for entrusting me this opportunity to be able to um, deliver this particular project. Um, I also want to thank all the families and all the uh, people, the Pacifica champions that have been involved with sharing their stories and uh, their stories of their lived experience. This Dalanoa would have never happened without you all, so thank you so much from the bottom of of my heart. Um, Through to our service providers that have been able to share and cast a light uh, across the the various mahi that that you all do. Thank you all for um, sharing your time 
uh, and for doing what you do. Um, finally, last but not least, I'd like to thank all the people who have liked and shared this podcast and who have taken the time to listen to all the different episodes. And as I've mentioned across the previous episodes, these uh, episodes are pre-recorded, so you are more than welcome to go back and listen um, and like and share the more the merrier. So thank you all again for uh, being able to do that. And just to wrap up this uh, episode, I just wanted to share a few lines from the chorus of a original song that uh, a band uh, that I'm involved in, being the Forefathers, had written um, a few years ago. And it's a song called Who I Am. And the chorus goes, Anything is possible if you believe it. Put the work in and you're there. Don't be afraid to fall. Stand up tall. Just know that faith will take you there. So I just wanted to share that with you all. So until next time, keep it real, stay safe, and as always, 